0: you're listening to the On Call -Call Empath Show. show. All right, we are back for another episode of the On Call Empath. And for all you empaths out there, you definitely don't want to miss this one. I have a true empath who's a healing mentor. Um, Her name is Laura Ann Gilpin. Um, And if If you guys are looking for somebody that knows exactly what a healing journey is, this is an episode you don't want to miss. We're going to be talking to Laura about her uh, past traumatic experiences. She went through chronic illness, and now she's helping so many people with her healing. Um, And also, she's a Reiki master. She has experience in massage, myofacial release, trauma-informed yoga teacher, I can go on and on, but I'm going to introduce her. I'm so excited to have you. How are you doing, Laura?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Raj. I'm great. I'm just honored to be here on the show talking with you in this amazing space that you've created for our community. Thanks so much for having me on.
0: Absolutely. And when I see another or talk to another fellow empath, this just you were like so inviting when I first talked to you. It was like f- flowing perfectly. And I'm like, I got to get you on here. So the <laughs> audience could really see, like, um, I mean, especially after COVID and a lot of people at home, um, some of them are dealing with depression, anxiety, um, you know, some have, you know, different addictions and stuff. Tell me your story and how you got to where you are, especially being an empath and having all those superpowers.
1: Yeah. Thank you. It's a great question. Um- it's so interesting because I actually didn't even know that I was an empath till way late in the game <laughs> that yeah. I had superpowers. I, um, you know, I think it's so common for many of us to have been disciplined because of our superpowers growing up, getting in trouble for like <laughs> saying the wrong thing that you think everybody else understands to be true, but it's the stuff. Underneath the surface, that grownups don't want to talk about. Um, and just being such a sensitive kid, always being told to toughen up, being really easily overwhelmed. And, um, you know, I think we all as humans experience trauma growing up, but as empaths, it has such an impact on us because we feel everything so intensely. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like many other folks, I experienced quite a bit of uh, early childhood trauma. And, um, you know, as an empath, of course, then it's sort of, uh, exponentially more intense. And, um, I didn't realize for so many years, um, really my whole adolescent and adult life that, uh, I was, you know, on this sort of grand escape, <laughs> I was like mm-hmm. running away Terrified from my uh, traumatic experiences, not wanting to turn inward, it turned into just a lot of really, really self-destructive behavior, um, inability to to sit with myself, and um, severe anxiety and depression. And I, I really got heavily into drugs and alcohol, and mm-hmm. that has been a major struggle through through my whole life. Um, but always was pretty high functioning people pleaser, you know, so it's that dance that, that we do. Me. right? Yeah. It's like yeah, we want we want everybody's approval all the Absolutely. time. Um, and so that can lead to just this sort of perfect storm um, for empaths, especially for burnout, because mm-hmm. the way that we've learned to survive and operate in the world, it squashes our light it squashes our gifts and it doesn't give us the tools and the resources that we need to really be able to thrive. And that's what happened to me. I burned out. I went and I went and I went until finally um, my body was like, Nope, we're not doing this anymore. And I just got really sick, just chronic, you know, mystery illness. Doctors didn't know what it was um, to the point where there there were Huge swaths of time where I couldn't even work mm-hmm. um, because I was so ill, and I think that really brought me to my knees and had a few dark nights of the soul. But I think one of my biggest, most significant one was with my chronic illness, and that's actually what led me into sobriety. Um, mm-hmm. And all of that was happening, you know, as I was a healer and getting into the healing arts, which is a whole other story. Um, but uh, it's amazing how how even as a healer, even as someone who was, you know, studying to help other folks in the healing space, I was still able to be so disconnected from myself and from my gifts, which I think is a real hallmark of the empath experience. Because we get to that point where we're just like, I got to just completely disconnect to even make it through.
0: Right. Yeah. It, you know, when, I didn't know what an empath was until like, you know, a couple of years. And then when I started to see how many people, there's a huge community out there. And so that's what kind of got me to start this podcast. Um, but then I just started meeting so many people that went through so much trauma that it just, I started to see like a pattern and a lot of them have become coaches a lot of them have been mentors in, and it seems like you've, you've went that route. Um, so I wanted to just ask you how, how did you learn um, or how did being an empath help you like deal with all of this? Like, cause you mentioned superpowers and stuff. How has that kind of helped you out Yeah, in a, in a positive sense?
1: So I feel like there's sort of two tiers, two levels to that answer. So one, it's just like, even not knowing that I was an empath, having, cause I'm a physical and an emotional empath. I think mm-hmm. one of your episodes, I remember you talking about the distinction between those, but, um, so you, my intuition and my inner knowing is like on point yeah. <laughs> to like to scary.
0: You can tell level sometimes. yeah,
1: <laughs> completely like being able to read a room, being able mm-hmm. to feel between the lines of what someone is thinking and and feeling and what they're saying and how they're acting. Um, And of course, then as professionally, um, I, looking back now, I realize it was actually a channeled message um, that was from the universe that was really pushing me in the direction of being a healer, Mm -hmm. Um, which is, I think another superpower of empaths is the deep, amazing connection that we have with whatever you want to call it, source energy, universal knowledge, Mm -hmm. mother earth, God. Right. Um, And that uh, led me into the healing arts where my gifts really were superpowers. Mm -hmm. You know, it helped me to, to connect with people, to create a space. And to this day, it still does um, where it really facilitates them being able to turn the light inward and do their own healing because we really do all have the power to heal ourselves Yeah. but I think sometimes we need someone who's walked the path before us yeah to be able to shine that light and hold our hand because it can feel really scary um but as far as then the other level is kind of realizing I was an empath it just made so much sense. It was like this great question. Like a glove. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It fit <laughs> like a glove. It was like, it was answering a question that I didn't even realize I'd been asking until I heard that answer of mm-hmm. like, why is it so freaking hard? You know, yeah. why am I the way I am? Why do mm-hmm. I react the way I react? Why, you know, I, I don't see other people in my family or my community having the same necessarily issues that I'm having. Sure. And learning that I was an empath, it just explained so much about my internal experience and my own struggles mm-hmm. and helped to take away, <coughs> honestly, a lot of shame and guilt around mm-hmm. that too. Um,
0: yeah. It's kind of like, at first it's, I wanted to hide it, you know, I, you know, cause first for being male, it's not masculine to show your, your true emotions and, um, you know, talk about your feelings, but I, I just came on and I'm like, it, you know what, Effort. it, you know, I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to make a podcast about it. And I'm sure there's a lot of other people that think the way I do. And once I started getting all the emails and the reviews and, you know, people thanking me for being, you know, genuine. And then a lot of the coaching people that I coach, they don't even know that they're empaths. And then they figure out like, wait a minute, I am an empath. I'm like, yeah, you have these traits. Now there's a spectrum, but you being the expert, I want to ask you what is probably one of the most important things um, when, when it comes to empath and the and the work that that you feel that they should do to help them out the most? Like, Because there's a lot of empaths that are tuning in right now and some of them just haven't found their way yet they have, they know deep inside, they have something valuable to offer, but they're just not sure, you know, maybe it's like a toxic person that's holding them back or, um, they've been through a divorce or they're a single parent or they're stuck in a dead end job, but they know they can do something better. And and I've been there. Um, yeah, but too. in your professional opinion, what do you, what would you say to that?
1: So, there's so many things that we can do, and there's so many layers. And, you know, healing, it really is just a journey of a lifetime, right? I think mm-hmm. we all have this concept, or um, this concept is peddled. And I know I, getting started, had this idea that he- healing is almost like this linear kind of I'm going to decide that I'm going to heal, and then it's just going to keep getting better and better and better. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not the reality of it. It's it's kind of like- You
0: the, just don't go up in healing. Yeah, it's, it's like, would
1: not be great if it could just be- A, a to B, we're person. done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Every day is better. Um, it's more like a roller coaster. You know, it's like the squiggly roundabouts and the ups and the downs of the day-to-day. And it really mm-hmm. is, I think, if I could say, you know, just one thing that's the most important and most foundational that like everything else is connected to that everything else is going to come back to you. That's going to be, you know, the ground that you stand on to be able to take the right next steps for yourself. It's practicing radical Mm self-love. And there's so much connected to that um, in the work that I do. And I'm sure you do as well with empaths. It's connected to um, boundaries. It's Mm -hmm. connected to getting out of being a chronic people pleaser. It's connected to your purpose work and your identity and um, you know, the tendency to get involved in toxic relationships. like all of it comes back to remembering that you are this amazing, amazing soul incarnated in a body and you are just by the very nature of existing, mm-hmm. worthy of love and yeah. learning how to love myself has yes. really been what has allowed me to know how to take the next right steps and to re reconnect with who i am and to relearn and remember because i think it's a forge- a process of forgetting because we all know this when yeah. we're kids right like we have this we, we have this innate knowledge yeah. um, it's that remembering uh, that we are powerful and that we know Mm -hmm. and how to trust ourselves again because so often as empaths in this society in this culture we're taught to doubt ourselves and our intuition and our our deep inner knowing and and so that is a huge part of the journey and in order to get to that place Mm -hmm. of Of knowing who we are, of trusting ourselves, Mm -hmm. of having strong and healthy boundaries, it's all deeply rooted in self-love. So yeah, practicing radical self-love. And I think practically within that, the first step is um, what I call my zero criticism policy. Right. And it sounds like, it can sound really radical. It is radical (laughs) self-love because we're not taught you know that that inner critic can be real loud, but I think having that policy of not criticizing myself and just um, holding myself with really deep compassion, while being honestly curious about my patterns in the way that I might react, mm-hmm. um, but noticing, you know, when my inner critic is talking to me, and just being like, you know what, I'm I'm not available for that right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love myself. It's it's still
0: hard for me to, I mean, I'm working on it and I've come a long way, but just that initially just setting boundaries, because you'll, you can tell like people when you can see what a real, you know, what someone's real intention is when you tell them no, and they'll either respect it or some people might try to turn it around, make you feel bad or guilty. And this is something that as an empath, I can quickly i can take that energy and take it inside the minute it happens i'll know who i'm dealing with mm-hmm. if they're a manipulator or a narcissist or or maybe they're they're another fellow empath um but that energy is just i think when you talk about superpowers, like this is something that we're all born with, I feel, um, and we can use it towards our advantage. So, all you guys that are listening, some of you guys that are my clients, um, you guys know that you're empath. Some of them, some people are coming to find out that they can identify with some uh, empath traits. But if you can have these qualities and use it towards your your goal in life, like whether like what you're doing, you're you're helping so many people. You're a mentor, and I can tell that you have good intentions, and you have a passion for what you do. And so, it some people might read that the wrong way, and you know. So that's what I'm trying to convey to everyone by having you on this podcast is healing as possible. And so that leads me to the next question: is what would you say? Maybe a couple handful things that have been most helpful for your clients that that work because there's a lot of people that are maybe. You know, skeptical because they've tried everything and some things worked, some things haven't. In your expertise, what are some things that have worked consistently with your clients that you coach?
1: I think a holistic approach is really, really important and addressing all aspects of self. Um, You know, there's so many different modalities um out there and it's really easy I think to get hyper focused on like I'm just gonna do the energy work and energy shield and like that's all I'm gonna do or I'm just gonna go to talk therapy and work on my mindset and my inner dialogue or you know oh wow I really love massage (laughs) who doesn't right like I'm just gonna go get rubbed on you know for the rest of my life and that's it's like neither no single one is gonna be the solution, right? It's it's because we're these you know multi-layered complex beings and, and mind, body, and spirit are inextricably intertwined. And that's been something that I've learned through my hands-on practice as a healer over the last decade. Um, and I've seen time and time again with clients in all capacities, it's when it's when we take a holistic approach and lovingly create space for Mm -hmm. all levels of self that we really see the most progress Mm -hmm. within the framework and the understanding that healing isn't linear. I think that lens is also super important. So there's, there's no cookie cutter answer for any one person. Exactly. Right. It's like every single person has their own unique makeup, their own unique experiences and the good, bad, and the ugly, right? That have made you who you are, me who I am. <laughs> and that. so the, the thing that's the most effective is taking all of that into account, sure. taking a holistic approach, knowing that healing isn't linear. And then I think really trusting yourself, which, you know, sometimes there's a little work in the beginning we have to do to get to that place. Yeah. Um, and it, it takes practice and probably never hundred percent there. It's, it's going to be a lifelong study, but yeah. um, you know yourself better than anyone else. And that's something that is really important for me with my clients. I think in the healing world and um, the wellness world and the fitness world, there's a lot of Putting leaders up on pedestals as if they have all the answers. And so I would turn it around and say, you know, you're the one who has the answer. And it's just me creating that space to ask those questions for you to figure out, well, what is the best next step for you right now that really resonates and is going to give you what you most need? And that's going to look different for you than it is for anybody else.
0: Absolutely. I mean, that makes sense. Cause even when I coach people, I, I don't use the same approach with every client because everyone's different. Um, certain people have been through certain traumas and they have different triggers. And so we got to take all of that in consideration. And then also the environment, I mean, that plays a big role um, in part of healing. So if you're, you can be in the best environment, but like if you have been through hell and back we could put you anywhere in the world and You'll still feel that, um, regardless of where you are. You can't run away from it, and so we have to head, you know, straight towards, you know, whatever you're repressing and open it up. And so that's the approach that I feel like that kind of helps with a lot of people that I coach. But I like where you're going with your coaching, and and so with so much going on, I feel like in the last year, maybe with you know, COVID and Um, I could just feel like even going to the grocery store and stuff, there's like negative energy and, um, and I, I, I think we're waking up. I think a lot more people are waking up, including empaths and even highly sensitive people out there that are tuning into this. Um, how can we use our natural gifts in your opinion to better our lives and enrich our lives, especially with the climate that's going on now in 2021, just got off COVID, people are in a bad mood, and they come to you and they're like, How can you help me? What 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 can I do using my natural abilities to help myself?
1: Yeah. Well first it's not a coincidence that more and more of us are waiting up. <laughs> yeah.
0: Isn't that <laughs> weird? Like right <laughs> <laughs> we I mean, are you know, yeah. yeah
1: we are it's it's I mean if you look at even Five years ago um on on the google right if you went in and you looked up empath i mean the number of resources and people that were having this conversation it was hard it was not noticeable yeah right it was like what are you it shut up
0: like i mean even at google trends it was like empath and then all of a sudden it shut off because more people were googling it
1: yeah and because people were waking up and that that's not a coincidence um and it's My belief that, um, you know, there is a great empath awakening happening for a reason and it's because we're needed. And um, the first step is healing yourself Mm -hmm. because it's kind of like the idea you can't pour from a cup that's empty. You know, when you're you're on the airplane, you've got to put your own oxygen mask on first. It's that idea. And as empaths, the best first thing you can do um, is to heal yourself. And, you know, I, I think Gandhi was said to have told us be the change you wish to see in the world. And I think really what that means is, you know, as we heal ourselves, we heal the world around us. And that's why empaths are here. Like that's what our super power. That's so
0: powerful. Like I felt that that's powerful.
1: Yeah, you're powerful. We're powerful. <laughs> yeah, moms. It's like it's amazing. It's truly amazing. We're natural transmuters of energy. Yeah, natural channels to receive messages from from source and yeah. to understand like the deeper meaning and purpose of our yeah. lives. And we're natural healers, empaths all everyone that all my clients I'm sure you've seen this trend as well with yours and even just the fact we're here on your podcast talking about this yeah what's the chance And has are committed to service we have this deep calling to make the world a better place and it's Mm -hmm. because that's why we're here
0: it's pure and like even when I do my work it's like I'm not thinking what I can get in return I'm doing it just automatically Mm -hmm. kind of like a microphone so Mm -hmm. that's what I mean I've had all these guests, hundreds of guests, and I want their voices to be collective to help whoever. So maybe they may not resonate with me, which is fine, but they might resonate with someone else like you and they like your style. And so what I do is I, I want to give a voice to all the empaths, the people that have their natural abilities to speak. And so that's, that's my job I'm serving. And I get so much Um, Joy out of that, Um, and if you know it doesn't like I've always wondered, like what what can I do in this lifetime that wouldn't that I can do as a career or something full time where I don't have to go to a physical nine to five job that I control, but then doesn't feel like a job, and and Mm -hmm. it's serving people and empaths and coaching and meeting awesome people like you that you you're gonna go out and help and anyone that's listening. Um, they're tuning in, they're listening to your energy and they might resonate with that. And and it's just like a chain reaction. So I'm just one person out of millions. And so my job here is to leave the earth, the better place, but also everyone around you, just like you were saying, leave it in a positive sense and be that change. And it may not change the world, but if I can change maybe a, a handful of people, then it was worth it. Then it was, it was worth all the effort and, you know, getting all the people's voices on this podcast and broadcasting it to the entire planet. And, and so I am very honored for you to be on this podcast. I want to thank you so much. Um, Laura, you've been totally like your energy level, like uh, your vibe is like so cool. And um, before we leave, um, I just want you to ask or if you can give one more, um, answer to all the empaths that are listening out there that might, um, be looking to tap into their superpowers, what can you say as a final piece to someone that is tuning in that right when they get off this podcast, they can start to utilize right away and, and just kind of get on the right path because that's what you do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, this goes back to that radical self love piece, and I think, for so many of us it's it's harder to do that with our adult self sometimes because of that inner critic I see <laughs> I'm like yeah, mm-hmm. I know what I'm talking about um and so this it ties into inner child work, and I think it's such a simple technique, uh, and it's just a check in question whenever I'm not sure what to do or i'm feeling anxious or there's a question of like what now the the check-in question is what is the most loving thing i can do for myself right Mm -hmm. now and sometimes i don't feel i know the answer right away or the answer comes and i can tell it's my ego or i can tell it's my inner critic like it's not coming from a place of love And if you notice that happening, then I invite you to just get into your body for a moment and take a deep breath and envision yourself as a child. And whatever age is gonna be right for you is gonna come to your mind as soon as you're like, i want to picture myself as a child. Maybe it's a favorite old family photo. Maybe it's, you remember your favorite outfit Mm -hmm. when you were six uh, on your first day of school or whatever. And just hold that image of yourself as that child in your mind's eye and in your heart and connect with them Mm -hmm. and then ask that question again. What is the most loving thing I can do for myself right now? And the lens of that, looking at yourself as a child, you're going to get the compassionate, loving answer. And that's a compass. That's a compass you can live your life by.
0: Yeah. Powerful stuff. So in closing, where can we find you on social media? I know you have some things coming in the future that I'd love for you to share with my audience. And um, yeah, where where can we uh, find out more about who you are and what you do?
1: Thanks, yeah. Um, so my Instagram is the social media where I'm most active and present on the day-to-day. And that is at Homestead Healing, which is the name of my practice, because you are <laughs> the homestead, right? It's <laughs> like your mind, body, spirit is right. the homestead in the world and in the universe. Um, so at Homestead Healing, you, I've got great content day to day that I put out there. I try to inspire and uplift and ask questions and sure. just support uh, my community daily. I've also got a website homesteadhealingatx.com and if you go on there uh, it's a great idea to subscribe to my email list where um i publish my podcast weekly i've got lots of goodies and resources uh that i put out to my community there as well and coming up um in 2022 which is oh my gosh right around oh, no. the corner <laughs> i will be um, Enrolling in my first signature online mentorship program.
0: So exciting! It's so exciting.
1: I'm really I'm in the process of of fine tuning uh, and yeah. creating it now, and it's sort of like an empath healing 101 course um, with a group coaching element. There's trauma informed yoga. Nice. And it's that it's the program I'm creating for what I wish I had when I was first starting out and feeling really overwhelmed and confused about some of my struggles. And so um, there's a wait list that you can sign up for on my website as well for that currently, if you want to pre-register. And again, my website is homesteadhealingatx.com.
0: Great. You guys check her out. I mean, she is good at what she does and you're always welcome back. In fact. Uh, I'd love to collaborate with you and a couple other expert empaths and, you know, maybe like a coaching mind, uh, like a mastermind or something, maybe in the future, but I've, I've been working on some stuff guys in 2022 of um, some of the best coaches and um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely tell you more about it later, but check her out. Um, All the notes will, you can find in the bio and uh, Laura, it's been a pleasure having you. And, uh, like I said, you're always welcome back and keep up the amazing life-changing work that you're doing.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Raj. You as well. Um, uh, <laughs> just, you know, empaths need to broadcast their voice. There's, there's so much throat chakra work that we need to do. And
0: oh, please, I need, I need a no lot co- like yeah. aligned, you know,
1: <laughs> it's no coincidence, uh, again, yeah. that there's this podcast thing that's happening. It's, um, just yeah. such a healing and amazing thing that you're doing. So thank you so much for having
0: me on. Oh, it was a pleasure. All right. So that wraps it up for this episode of the On Call Empath. You guys um, stay tuned for more episodes. I got much more guests. And then um, I have a big surprise in 2022, which I kind of give you a hint. Um, then obviously, if you need any coaching, you know where to reach me in the link below. So with that said, always keep moving forward. and we are out
1: hey y'all it's laura ann with homestead healing i am your healing mentor and i just finished a podcast episode with raj montage the on-call empath it was an absolute blast we got into some really powerful stuff you won't want to miss this episode and thanks so much for listening love you
0: You're listening
1: to the On Call and Back.